You're listening to Comedy Central. Hello, and welcome to your doodad. It's your doodad. I'm Julian McCullough. <laughs> and I'm Sean O'Boner. <laughs> Together we're your doodad. We have an amazing show today. Our friend uh, and comedian Blaine Capatch will be here later. He is fantastic. Uh, but first, Sean, I have an extremely important question for you. What is it? What did you have for lunch today? Oh, my God. <laughs> Shake Shack. Did you really? I did. I'm a What'd piece of shit. What'd I just got a cheeseburger. Are you a piece of shack? Are you a real I'm a piece of I, I just got a cheeseburger, but we, they have new nuggets at Shake Shack. Oh, do they? Yeah, and I got them for the boy. What, what do they have? Uh, what do they have in the vegetarian department? Have you noticed? They have a veggie shack. Have you ever had it? No, I don't. <laughs> I just had Impossible Meat uh, for the first time, and guess what? I mm. could tell the difference. Well, it's not supposed to say, taste it. It's just supposed to taste good. It doesn't have to taste like meat. I thought it was, they said that you're you can't even tell the difference. Oh, I told. Like, I, I, I can't believe it's not. Yeah, uh, mead. Cow carcass. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Is I'm, that not, what I'm kind not political. Of, is that what kind of veggie you are? Is that you're like, uh. I'm not actually. I just, we talked about this, but I will say it one more time. I don't feel sick anymore after I eat. That's good. I yeah. feel sick all the time. I The only color I eat is brown, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, yeah, yeah. If it's brown, flush it down yeah. my throat. <laughs> <laughs> if it's yellow, let it mellow in the cup because I love a warm Mountain Dew. Um, man, have you ever, have you ever had a sip of real soda that you haven't had in a while, like a weird one, and you're just like, oh my god, soda's so good. Like I had grape soda last week, and it was like it blew my face off. It was see, so good. See, this is by the way, true dad. What? That's a dad statement of just like, oh man, I had a real. Soda oh, that's a Matt Goldish yeah, cl- uh, classic. It really is, but. I agree. I agree with you completely. I agree with you and Matt both. Mm. Grape soda, I'm not a fan of, but orange soda. Yeah, orange soda is the like, shit. I got an orange soda, I think, like a month ago, and I, I'm not even kidding. I almost jizzed in my ass. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is too fucking good. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's it's pretty great. Um, okay, so, uh, hi, Dad. Oh, I'm Dad and pretty good. I mean, uh, you know, work work sucks. Uh, it's it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, the hours I think are hard. We can hard. both talk about the work uh, home balance at this yeah. at this time. It's kind of we're both struggling. I think yours is much more intense. Yes, because uh, you're there and you're. We should plug it as much as we can anyway. Yeah, it's a little late with Lily saying it's a great late night show. She's yeah. so funny. Yeah, the jokes are great. Good job. Thank you. And you're doing great as a warm up. And you're doing great. And you warm them up. And I love it so dearly. But, but you have that, to be there. How many hours do you think you're doing a week there? Like 14 hours a day. Oof. Yeah, it's rough. But at the same time, the event just makes the weekends count more Yeah. right now with uh, my family. And that's kind of- So you're able to see him in the morning if you wake up, right? Yeah. Well, that's actually how I'm dadding is this week I did something that I never thought I would do is I had to be in at work at like 9 a.m. And I was I woke up and it was like- Mm, probably like six forty-five, mm-hmm. and he was still asleep. I was like, "Well, this is our only time." So I just woke, woke him up. up. Oh, <laughs> I wow. woke him up, and my wife was like, "Oh dear God!" Yeah. And so I woke him up just to hang out with him for like twenty-five minutes. Yeah. Other than that, he we we have a Nintendo Switch, and he became very fascinated by it. And he fucking sucks at Mario Kart. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. I just like it's like not even fun to play him. T- today. Today, Aaron literally had to say to me, like, he's two. 
Yeah. He's due. And I'm like, he's just blowing it though. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like, keep your finger on A. It's so easy. Like yeah. a two year old should be able to figure it out. Well, yeah. How are you, Daddy? Um you know, same I've I have a conflict with the job because I am warming up the crowds for the show and uh if you need me there precisely in the hours between school and bedtime. Yes. So it's really tough. I've been going to get Goldie earlier from school, so no more after-school program. I'll pick her up early so I can spend like an hour or two with her. And then I'm, I've been trying to – it just started, so I'm still trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But I try to get back before bedtime so I can see her. But it's like really – it's like I needed a job for so long, and then I got one. It's exactly when I have childcare. So yeah. it's like it's, it's, it's a Yeah, it's always hard. Yeah. Right? Life, it's almost like it's not worth living it. No. <laughs> There's that famous thing where you want to make God laugh, fart in his face. <laughs> what? <laughs> is that a, is, is, was that on a sign at Home Goods? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's I'm like more... live, laugh, love, but for <laughs> yeah. dudes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, wow, wow, wow. You got to make money. What are yeah. you going to do? Work life balance, guilt. Yeah. You just got to live with it. You just got to hold it. You carry it on your back until it kills you slowly. I think that's a and that's very important to uh, for dads and future dads and moms. It's just know that it's just it's really tough. You know what I don't remember? What? Wondering why my parents weren't around because they were working all the time. That's true. I don't remember that. No, it was just so ingrained in me that I'm like, yeah. I don't, it, I don't like hold that against them at all. I don't think it bothered me at all. Yeah, like my family never took vacations or anything, so I'm yeah. like, yeah, this is just what happens. They go to work and then they get real mad, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then they give you anxiety. And then they, see, they, they bring, they, they're home for five minutes before I go to bed, and they're mad at me, and then I go, and then I wake up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, let's. Uh, we got a great show today. We got a good game. We got a new fun game. Yeah, and uh, our guest. I mean, this guy, he has done so much stuff oh my God. that is worth mentioning. I would say I would say right now, he, one of the funniest was, guys in the world is legend. Yeah, he was uh, Patton Oswalt's writing partner on Mad TV. which He's the host of Beat the Geeks. Yeah, uh, on Comedy Central. He um, was, he's also an excellent Dungeons and Dragons master. And he uh, is a, an amazing stand-up. Basically... You may never have heard of him, but every comic loves this guy and laughs at him, and we love him. And uh, so please welcome father to a six-year-old boy, Blaine Kapach. Hey, guys. It's Julian McCullough, one of your dads. I want to talk to you about Simple Habit, okay? Simple Habit is an, it's an app that helps you meditate And I don't know if you have tried meditation. I don't know if you successfully meditate. I don't know if you've never tried it, but I can tell you something. From my experience, the times that I've done it, it makes you feel incredible afterwards. The hardest thing about meditating is actually the the doing it right. I mean, it feels very uncomfortable for a lot of people. Simple habit makes it a lot easier. It's not just like, oh, I want to, you know, sit cross-legged on a mountain and feel more peace inside. Simple habit is a targeted meditation app that allows you to look at certain aspects of your life and say, I need help with this stressful thing. And then they have a meditation f- to help you with that thing. They have short meditations that can be consumed in five minutes. You can have specific problems in your life, like nervous about a big meeting at work, parenting issues. I've definitely used meditation for parenting. Like, you know, when you're about to melt down because your kid is like just belting out all this energy that is like angry or just off the walls and you want to de-escalate, but you just don't know how. 
Just take a break, walk into another room. You can do a quick meditation with Simple Habit that will calm you down and let you know how to go handle that situation with your kid. It's unbelievable. Yoona Kim is the founder. She tried a bunch of other meditation apps. She really loved how effective meditation was in her life, but she got tired of hearing one voice over and over again from all the apps. Uh, It didn't have enough variety for the kind of topics that she wanted to tackle in her life. So she's like, why not make something that's like a Spotify for meditation? So go to simplehabit.com slash two dads. That's the number two and dads. That's simplehabit.com slash the number two and dads to get our offer of 30% off a premium subscription for the first 50 listeners. They have over 65,000 five-star reviews. I mean, that's crazy, right? You know that this thing is legit when that many people go back and bother to review it. I mean, that's incredible. So go to simplehabit.com slash two dads. You'll get 30% off a premium subscription for the first 50 listeners. That's the first 50 of you guys that go to simplehabit.com slash the number two and dads will get 30% off a premium subscription. So make sure you go and use our promo code because you it's about time you were like a superhero X-Men at regular life. This is how you do it. Have fun meditating. Ohm, motherfuckers. Hey, Blaine, thanks for coming. Hey, thanks yeah. for having me. Now, is it Capatch or Capitch? It's Capatch. Okay. Capatch. 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 It was Capaccio until it was uh, uh, anglicized in the mines of central Pennsylvania with my grandfather. Oh, gran- you're a fucking my guy? Yeah, my dad was. My <laughs> mom cool. was Pennsylvania Dutch. Capaccio is really... Capaccio. That's, that's That's a tough fun. one. I like yeah. that No, one. that's really fun. That, yeah. that sounds like uh, Italian produce. <laughs> well, Carpaccio <laughs> is the purple ones. Meat. The purple ones are really tart, and they can be poisonous <laughs> if you cook them wrong. Uh, there's a town called Capaccio Inland, uh, like, I guess, mid-boot. Near mm-hmm. Salerno, Salerno, if you go inland, there's a town called Capaccio that I guess my grandfather was from. Oh, any uh, any ties uh, uh, to, to the to the family? To the yeah, we to, do your talk dad. about the mafia way too much. <laughs> do we? Podcast. Have to we talked about it before? <laughs> yeah, our first. I think we've talked about it a lot, just because we're both from New Jersey, so it just oh naturally. I, I thought comes it was up. racism. Okay. Well, my dad was a Mason. That's kind of close. Oh, oh that's, that's close. close. Yeah, he was a Navy barber, World War II Navy. Oh, and he, we had the what barbers, a man. Barber shop in the front of our house. Yeah, he made his own golf clubs. Whoa! Ca- captain of two bowling teams, Harold's Barbershop. And uh, Harold Capatch. Uh, my dad, Harold Capatch. Did you go by Harry or Harold? Harold. It's my middle name, Harold. Blame yeah. Harold Capatch. That's great. Uh, he had a barbershop? He had a barbershop in the front of our house. It was great. He'd watch Where was this? Dallastown, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Where in Pennsylvania is that? It's in I- York. Do you know where York is? Yeah. Sort of south yeah. central. It's, yeah. uh, near, uh, it's on the west side of Amish country, about two hours from Philadelphia. We definitely performed at a college out there. Oh, yeah. yeah we or two or three. Yeah, no, we did like 21 colleges in Pennsylvania, so I'm pretty well versed in the, the map of Pennsylvania. You wouldn't believe how many colleges are in yeah, Pennsylvania. You guys are from Jersey. We're in Jersey. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm from uh, like the Monmouth County, the Jersey Shore, like, okay. uh, like Bruce Springsteen country. Right. But, yeah, like right there. Julian's from Philly, Jersey. Yeah, South Jersey. All which right. is just like blueberries and uh, goatees. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. The Wawa's have gotten a lot fancier, though. They have. They have oh, they're now so they big. They're now mostly uh, the town. I, the town, I was looking up vintage people... Wawa uh, merch, and it's like you can't touch it. 
like people love Wawa so much now that it's like you if know, you I find ha- like an original T-shirt from like the '80s or something, it's like two hundred dollars. I crazy. wanted to get some Wawa stuff. I was looking at a 1978 milk. <laughs> <laughs> they had it, oh, man, unopened in the original package. I'm like, wow, this is gonna be it's worth just a lot hard. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a rain stick. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I like uh, I miss going back there because I miss tasty cakes. I know people. Yeah, are, I'm gonna. I don't want to divide the room. This is the hill I'm gonna die on, etc. No, tasty you can't talk about fantastic. anything Philly culture without it turning into a polarized fight. Yeah, and then somebody throwing batteries at Santa Claus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I uh, I love tasty cakes. I love I love all things Philly. I love yeah, hers, yeah. potato chips. I I literally have no notes yeah. for Philly. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I have uh, so many notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had some, I had some rough. I have I had no some rough times in Philly, but yeah, it was it was all right. Yeah, my like, cousin just told, I just just back there recently. And my cousin said I never heard this phrase before, but they call the accent "hoagie mouth." Oh, that's very fun. <laughs> that's uh, great. Yeah, my wife uh, is right is from Westchester, so she's always. Uh, saying we we need to get a Home Depot, <laughs> <laughs> like, like oh, I married. Did trash. you guys see the new the the picture going around of that dude with all the tattoos? It's going around this week. Oh, he's like Joker the most tattoos. Philly guy ever. Uh, Rob McElhaney posted it. No, he's this he's this fat dude, and he's got the um, Betsy Ross bridge across his mm-hmm. chest and a tat, and then it's a it's an eagle like a, a bald eagle with green wings, and sure. then it's got um, he's got the Philly fanatic, but his mouth is his belly button. <laughs> And, and, his, and his, he's his the, nose he's is the dick, right? He's, he's got a big Route 95 sign on his. It's like incredible. He's the most, he's Philly. Wow. He's walking Philly. Oh my God. The Betsy Ross Bridge isn't even the best bridge. I know, but it's the hardcore bridge. Oh well, yeah, but I'm a, I'm a Taconi guy. Oh, you're a Taconi uh, Palmyra? I'm a Taconi guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is Bridge Talk. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, when I'll draw from Baltimore and I go down to shore... <laughs> So I'm going to go down the ocean, and uh, uh, I'm gonna just going to go over to Chesapeake Bay Bridge, and it's kind of, just kind of hang out, you know? I got a little British at the end, but I really was... It's good. It made, it's, it made me want to hug you. I feel like I'm seeing my family. Well, I, I lived in Baltimore. I grew up in Pennsylvania, but I lived in Baltimore for years. That's where I started stand-up. Mm-hmm. And I have a I have a friend that's still, hey, man, what's going on, man? Yeah. Just paint-peeling Baltimore <laughs> accent, which is great. But it's the Philadelphia thing, but it goes a little inland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a, a, an easier one to, to get than Philly. Philly, I think, is a little more through the nose. I always kind of go to David Brennan when I think about Philadelphia. <laughs> that's, when I think about Philadelphia, it's this guy. That was his club. He had that club yeah. on South Street for a while. The Laugh House? The Laugh House. It was David wait, wait, Brenner's Laugh no House. No way, really? You didn't know that? I did not know that because that was like, you know. No, like, that was his club. He opened that club and it was called David Brenner's Laugh House. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened. And <laughs> we're not going to get into it because I can't talk about stuff like that the right way. Uh, <laughs> because you're from the Jersey side of Philly. Philadelphia. The Jersey side of Philly. <laughs> hey. Uh, so, but you're from Pennsylvania. Uh, so, did you ever uh, think of going into barbarism? No, I can't cut hair. No. I tried to cut my girlfriend's hair when I was in, I was like 26 or something. Mm-hmm. And she goes, You butchered it. Maybe I'll be a butcher. I told you I couldn't do it. She was like, "Yeah, you can. Your dad's a barber. You should be able to do it." Well, that's cool. How hard could it be? Well, so your dad was a Navy Italian. Yeah, so he was a tough guy. He was on a a destroyer, and when he was sixteen. So you had a older dad, an older dad, and when I, you know, my dad was always was he sleepy? No, well, he would fall asleep watching golf sometimes. Okay, you know, he was that guy. He was he he was seventy six when he died in two thousand. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but he was uh, uh, a very 
good comedy fan. Like he would, oh. he would let me sit up and watch uh, Carson monologues. He would let me watch Bob Hope specials. He would. Uh, 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 he always had Showtime and stuff. We would watch Gallagher <laughs> shows yeah, together yeah. and stuff. And he had albums. Uh, he was a very he was very supportive and liked comedy a lot. So that's not very common, you know. Whenever Mad, Mad 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 World was on TV, they would let me stay up late. And oh, just, yeah, that's awesome. I wish that, cool. like my dad, like Star Trek, and not me. That's like <laughs> that was my whole dad. Well, that you're, is, in his defense, you're nothing like Star Trek. I'm nothing like Star Trek. <laughs> that is true, but he loved it, mm-hmm. and that's all he watched, and never even tried to like get me into it. He was like, "This is my private world. Yeah. You stay out of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm watching Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want you to see any of this. I have Dude, a I have a six year old." and he is up to his neck in all the starships. He can identify all the different types of enterprises. And oh, okay. Oh, wow. Different Klingon ships and Romulans. He, he gets all that stuff. Oh, so you're a big Star Trek guy. I'm a, I like science fiction and ships and mm-hmm. stuff. I don't, I don't like the movies per se. I just like spaceships and things like that. Didn't they just launch a rocket? SpaceX, didn't they just launch Did a rocket? Did you see it? I didn't. It's, it's <laughs> like stainless steel, and oh. it looks like something you would buy at like Pier 1 to put on your shelf. Yeah. But it's a real rocket. It's but it's so going cool. to Mars, baby. Yeah, it's, it's Flash Gordon shit. Yeah. Now, my question, though, is how do you get your son into things? Like, because... That's a good question. Because he, right now, like, my... He's two, which is like, you know, just a... Oh, what a great uh, age, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, oh, guy. But what all he's obsessed <laughs> with... He's just so obsessed with, like, monsters right now. Uh-huh. Like, he was into dinosaurs, and then he's now evolved into, like, he loves ghosts and mummies. So you're, are you going to take him to see Adam's family? Uh, Yeah, no, I mean, like, he's, like... That might be kind of intense for we, a two-year-old. I saw the trailer, and we, it's really, it's we, aimed at young. Yeah, we watch, like, Spanish... <laughs> We watch like Spanish cartoons on YouTube that are all about these like these goats that just keep pranking each other by dressing up as ghosts. It's <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Wow, but he loves it, and okay. it's like well, he speaks Spanish. Yeah, I mean, I, at least better than I do. But I I, I do want to know like how I how I get my son to like the things I like. Although I am a fan of the macabre, I want to know how to get my son to like the things I like. <laughs> what well, I guess it's well if you like the stuff that that you like and then he goes hey what's that I mean I have yeah. spaceships on my desk and I have cars all over the place and he's got a giant trunk full of Hot Wheels right so it's just I mean it's not that I imprinted him on purpose but it's just how can you not get imprinted I right guess. yeah we ours is mostly music because we I don't really have like a toy hobby or anything like that also it's two girls so it's harder to find for me anyway like common ground on music, stuff like that. So it's mostly good, music and but it's it is fun how quickly they get into music if that you like uh because they'd have no context for like what's current or what's cool. So as long as you play it and it's good, they will be drawn to it. So you, <laughs> your son is 6? He's 6. First grade? First grade. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah he's doing okay. I think. How do you do from uh, his kindergarten teacher to his first grade teacher? Kindergarten, kindergarten, he had some trouble. He's a very very sensitive kid. Uh huh. And he had some had some bully difficulties, so he was he would get overwhelmed and overact. Oh man! But he's okay. Bullies in kindergarten, okay first grade, yeah. yeah. Just uh, kids were dicks. I know. I some kids, I wasn't some seeing kids it. Are dicks. At, I wasn't seeing it at my at Goldie's school, and I was like, wait, maybe kids have gotten nicer, you know? Because I remember being. 
oh, yeah. afraid for my life in kindergarten. Oh, I were, yeah, I remember like the hierarchy was established in first grade, like, yeah, or, in, or kindergarten. I think I think like, kindergarten yeah. was friendly still, but first grade definitely. I remember when I was in first grade, uh, there was a kid who was left back. Mm-hmm. Who was like because he got left back, he was instantly the coolest first grader. Like, <laughs> just because he was like older. And I remember, like, I truly remember being in first grade, and he had just broke his arm doing like some shitty kid thing. Yeah, and like he like <laughs> called me to talk, and I was like, "Oh my god, the coolest kid!" <laughs> me. Like this is the greatest. He feeling. called your house. He called my house, and we were like talking about Saved by the Bell, and I was like, "I'm in. I'm in the in You're crowd. Like, I'm hanging wow. with this guy. I'm hanging yeah. with him." Yeah, but I guess my question is, what what do you do when your kid's bullied? Because I don't. I oof, that's a big one. I don't know because my mom definitely handled it the wrong way when I was like a kid. What did she do? Oh my god! Like my mom was is a crazy person. Like I love you, mom. I know you listen. But like you, uh, she like was truly like going up to like fourth graders and screaming at them. Oh, like, she would go directly to the kid. Oh yeah, like hot from the tap. Yeah, like, I saw my mom and my dad do that to to kids. Yeah, when I was, when I was very young. Yeah, like kids that fucked with me or did anything that like your hostile. dad was like, you like your elbows. <laughs> yeah, like I'd be remember, a shame if anything were to happen to him. This one kid that was that was just fucking with me, and I went home, and my dad says, "Where, where is he?" And I went, "He's probably over at the basketball court." And we got in the car and drove over to the basketball yeah. court. And I remember my dad walked over to the kid and talked to this kid while I sat in the car, and then we got back in the car Oof. and drove home. That kid never he didn't mess with you again. With me again, yeah, yeah, because uh, I think my dad put fucking. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they found, the it, they found him dead at the basketball court like five <laughs> minutes later. No, he was, my dad never killed anybody except in the war. Right. Probably, probably, probably didn't kill anybody. Probably, either. Hopefully not a child. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I Would you, would you talk, because I don't think, I, I already know I don't have the courage to talk to even a kid's parents if they were like bullying my child. I, I'm, I'm not confident in those things, yeah, I'm, I'm I, very I, reactionary I, in a way. Like, I I don't like uh, authority. So mm-hmm. when authority does talk to me, I have no problem like going back at them. But the idea of initiating like an actual conflict yeah. is is terrifying to me. Right. Yeah. I yeah. It's, it's like a, a magnet will repulse another <laughs> yeah. ma- the wrong end of a <laughs> yeah. magnet. It's the same. I will not start a confrontation. I'm so non-confrontational. Right. Because I don't want to get hit. Yeah. Right. I just don't want to get hit. And that is the thing with like I think just people in general are they're very willing to hit like yeah, and like you don't know like there's not a sign on someone saying like hey I'll fight you if you say something to me I so, had a, like well to close the loop on on our childhood experiences I got bullied in 7th grade I got bullied a little bit before that but nothing ser- not I don't remember it being very serious but I just knew these guys didn't like me in my class and I just kind of kept my distance but then in seventh grade, I got bullied because that was when we moved to the Philly area, and there's no avoiding that. Sure. Yeah. Being new in that area is like impossible. Yeah, more yeah, like Philadelphia. Tw- <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. If yeah. you're 12 and can't grow a goatee, you're fucked. I know, exactly. So, but I remember it like- never even occurred to me to tell an adult. I was like, there's no way I'm telling an adult about this. Because then they'll bully you. You're getting bullied. Um, yeah, that was but that was bad. But as I would handle it today, if uh, well, you know, it's tough because I have a daughter, and I feel like girl on girl bullying is, pr- I think, very different in nature. Uh, don't you think? More psychological. Yeah, it's more like verbal and 
uh, cutting and all that. And I think that it more social and more uh, ex- like exclusionary. Exactly, it's more like psychological warfare. Yeah, yeah, rather than like give me your money and I'm going to punch you in the face. So I I don't even know that I would even if I were to approach. A, if girls were being mean girls to Goldie, I would, you know, they'd be like, it just doesn't seem like the right dynamic to Wait, even Goldie approach Wait, Goldie Hawn? Yeah, Goldie. Wow, <laughs> Goldie Hawn is your daughter? Yeah, it's That's pretty fantastic. weird. fantastic. I know, I look, I'm actually uh, 89 years old. So I don't know, with girls, I'm, I'm actually, it's a worry. And it's a big worry. I'm actually equally as worried, and I'm genuinely equally as worried about her bullying other girls. Because I don't know which way it's going to go. Yeah, my kid fucks with other kids sometimes, and I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. It's like say he's, like if he damages somebody's car or something. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Don't damage <laughs> yeah. car. Oh, no. Yeah, I often think about, like, my mom, like, she was always like, yeah, like, in fourth grade, I got, like, bullied a little bit. But then that also toughened me up to the point where then I just became... Uh, you, yeah, you were. <laughs> if you saw a picture of him in high school, you'd be, you'd be like, you'd just throw your lunch money at the picture. No, yeah. I, didn't, I wasn't like a physical bully. I was more of you know the like I would I was trying to cut down people. Yeah, you all. looked like a real shithead. Like, yeah, I was a like, shithead. Yeah, undercutter. Yeah, yeah. I I liked saying mean things mm-hmm. because um, I didn't feel good about myself, according oh, to my therapist. <laughs> so you said mean things, but you didn't mean things. Oh yeah. wow! We'll be, we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I need to talk to you about ShipStation because you know what? The economy is done, everybody. Nothing makes sense anymore. There's no middle class. There's no jobs. I mean, vote Bernie. Am I right? But in the meantime, everybody is selling stuff online. It's basically, basically you got to figure out your own thing and start your business from home. And more and more people are selling stuff from their house online, and you want to use ShipStation. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. No matter where you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, uh, they bring all your orders into one simple interface, making them really easy to manage from any device, even your cell phone. ShipStation works with all the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, even Amazon Fulfillment, so you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. They even offer big discounts on shipping costs. You can start your free trial without even entering your credit card info. What? How are these people staying in business? That's not your problem. Your problem is you're going to pay a lot less for postage. Just visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in T-W-O-D-A-D-S. That's two dads. I'm one dad, Julian McCullough, telling you to use ShipStation. Go ship some stuff, guys. Make that money. Welcome back. Welcome back to your two dads. We have Blaine Kapiach. Thanks, you guys. My dreams were my ticket out. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we're going to play a game. Okay. Are you down to play a game, Blaine? Yeah, you could probably listen to me play Dungeons and Dragons on Nerd Poker. Uh, ooh. Yeah, there's a quick plug. That's uh this is gonna be shorter than that, I think. Okay. Probably. Good. Uh, and hopefully. Yeah. So you <laughs> Yeah, uh, we're gonna run a nine month campaign. <laughs> I'm gonna be a half elf thief. <laughs> we uh so you can't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a dad by his jokes. So we're okay. gonna do a uh, okay. we're gonna do uh I'm gonna play a game where I'm gonna read you a joke. You guys are joking. You have to tell me if it's a dad joke or a re- or a real joke. Uh, wait. No, uh, what's the difference? Or a rad da- joke. Uh, or so, a bad joke. So dad joke, rad joke, or bad joke. I, I was down with dad or rad, but we can throw bad in there. I think we're going to want to throw bad in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so no, what is it? Dad, rad, bad, and mad? Dad, rad, bad. It's da- So it's dad jokes. Mad joke. jokes are jokes that I lifted from mad TV. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. So yeah. those. Oh, you wrote for Mad TV. Yeah. So none of those will be mine. <laughs> so, uh, so dad jokes, uh, rad jokes, and what's what's the difference between a dad joke and a rad joke? Is it obvious? No, a dad joke. I think a dad joke is like corny. A rad joke is funny, and a bad joke. See, here's the thing: is bad joke is too close to dad joke. That's why I don't. Think I just need it. I disagree I feel, because okay. I feel like it's so insanely subjective. Yeah. What if they're all good jokes? I mean, they could all be rad, bad, and dad. Maybe the yeah. proof will be in the pudding. What do you guys we'll say? We'll find out. Let's right. find in out. The in the tapioca pudding. Did you okay. write these jokes? I did not write these jokes. <laughs> so you stole me? them. Yeah. Well, I didn't steal. I looked oh, up. Oh, man. If Joe Rogan finds out, Julian, we're Holy sunk. Shit. Oh, dude. We're sunk. He's oh, going to be like, oh, dude. I'm on a mushroom trip and <laughs> Julian McCullough stealing dad jokes. <laughs> I don't know what he sounds like. <laughs> it was like he was in the room. Yeah. You okay. It. Are you guys ready to start? Yeah, let's yes. do it. So I'm going to tell the joke the and then you tell me if it's a rad joke or a dad joke. All right. All right and I'll okay. keep score. Okay. okay. First joke. Uh, Blaine, you can go first in your answer. Okay. There are two times. And- <laughs> That's all the time we have, guys. Sorry. There are two times a man should wear white pants. One, if you're in the Navy, and two, never. That's a bad joke. That's that's a that I'll say rad joke. Okay. Okay. So it's not a dad joke. It's a Greg Proops joke. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry, Greg. So, <laughs> Come, well, well with, like, now that I imagine so him saying it, joke. it works. Huh? Yes, now that I imagine Greg, Greg saying it. Yeah, and his uh, this, uh, we just never wear white pants or ever. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like if you do it like Greg, it works. Right. I just I, I why, a lot of comics aren't funny on on in print. Yeah, that is so true. I so mean, Blaine is winning one to nothing. What? Well, <laughs> wait, this is an yeah, actual. Okay, well, so okay. the next one goes to you first. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, so I have to say, if it's a rad joke, it's just because we know who wrote it? No, if it's a rad joke, it's if it's I guess, not I, a dad joke. I guess we can tell the tone and the structure if it's a childish okay. guy pushing his glasses up going, hey, come over here. Yeah. Hey, okay. what's what's the best thing about Switzerland? I think this is going to come, come down to your delivery now. Huh? My delivery? Yeah, because you deliver that so blandly that I thought it was a, a dad joke. Okay, so you're just going to blame me? For yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I have tonal issues. You know that, both in <laughs> the way I speak and the way I hear. Okay. Uh, By the way, what is the best thing about Switzerland? What? Well, the flag is a big plus. <laughs> See, that's a, that's a rad that's a, joke. No, that's a dad joke. That's a rad joke. No, that's, that's hilarious. A dad joke. That's a dad joke. That's I'm a dad joke. A, do you know what a dad joke is? I do, but I, I don't think you do, but I, that's a fucking great dad that's, joke. That's, that's, I, that's my current favorite joke. But here's the thing. If it's a great dad joke, then it's a great joke. A dad joke is bad, I think. I think, I think the thing is... Here's my opinion on dad jokes, and it's a hill that I'm already dead on. <laughs> is, da- is dad jokes are also funny? Yeah, I also think puns are funny. They can yeah. be if funny, but laugh, it can still funny. be a dad yeah. joke. See, that, is- that that joke is hilarious, though. I love. Why the- are you saying this at me like we're fighting about it? I- it's a funny joke and a dad joke. You okay. just have to pick if it's a dad joke okay. or a rad joke. All right, let's go. Let's go. I'm ready. Okay, this better be a bad joke. <laughs> it better be a what? Bad joke. Did you hear about the cheese factory that exploded in France? No. There was nothing left but debris. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dad joke. You're right. Total dad See? Joke. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Man, I... <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, no, I'm trying to not, not do street jokes that you guys have definitely heard before. Hey, uh, 
snail gets robbed by a turtle. And the police is filling out a report. Says, did you get a look at the assailant? I don't know. It all happened so fast. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one. Yeah. Uh, I don't, uh, see, like, here's the thing. I don't know if I like dad jokes, but I, I, wrote, I, I wrote one for a kid that I have never told before. Okay. What's Shrek's favorite food? What? Shrek mix. <laughs> all right. See you guys later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I only write jokes about Shrek. I wrote, okay. I wrote a joke for my son. What is it? Uh, you ready? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Why do flies rub their hands together? Why? Because they're thinking about poop. <laughs> <laughs> Rad he, joke. Yeah. He, he loves it. So he's got That's one. Great. One for the kid. Okay, tells here we go. Ready? Tells it at school and gets sent to the principal's office. My father was a night watchman, but he was a victim of technology. He was replaced by a lock. <laughs> That's a rad joke because that's that's all that's Poconos flavored. Yeah, that's definitely a rad joke. That's ra- it is a rad joke. That's from Colin Quinn. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Poconos flavored. <laughs> Maybe I should lay off the uh, the the uh, modifiers, <laughs> the descriptors before I go into these. I like. I there is something sadistic about this game that I kind of like is uh, or not sadistic, but like. Um, malicious in a way yeah. where you're taking mm-hmm. Colin Quinn's joke and comparing it to a dad joke. What lies at the bottom of the ocean and twitches? I don't know. I give up. A nervous wreck. <laughs> that's a dad joke, but it's funny. I think it's funny. I've never heard yeah, that one before. Joke. I think that's pretty good. That is good. There was a, there was a bank, uh, Went, uh, in Pennsylvania called uh, Dauphin Banks, D-A-U-P-H-I-N. Mm-hmm. And they had a thing called Dauphin Deposit, wh- uh, which was like a direct deposit thing. And a joke going around school was, uh, what's brown and lies at the bottom of the ocean? Dauphin Deposit. <laughs> so it was, uh, uh, that's exa- an example of uh, a dad joke by kids for kids and also too local to get out of the area. <laughs> <laughs> it peaked. Yeah. Very, uh, very, very local. All right, come on. All right. doing a joke now, about Geno's. Now I'm all in on this game. Okay. This, I think, might be your best game you've right. brought. Once I saw this guy on a bridge ab- about to jump, I said, don't do it. He said, nobody loves me. I said, God loves you. Do you believe in God? He said, yes. I said, are you a Christian or a Jew? He said, a Christian. I said, me too. Protestant or Catholic? He said, Protestant. I said, me too. What franchise? He said, Baptist. I said, me too. Northern Baptist or Southern Baptist? He said, Northern Baptist. I said, me too, Northern Conservative Baptist or Northern Liberal Baptist? He said, Northern Conservative Baptist. I said, me too, Northern Conservative Baptist, Great Lakes Region or North Conservative Baptist, Eastern Region? He said, North Conservative Baptist, Great Lakes Region. I said, me too, Northern Conservative Baptist, Great Lakes Region Council of 1879 or Northern Conservative Baptist, Great Lakes Region Council of 1912? He said, Northern Conservative Baptist, Great Lakes Region Council of 1912. I said, die, heretic, and I pushed him off the bridge. (laughs) Well, I know that's a stand-up joke, and but I'm gonna guess long joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, emo Phillips. That's emo Phillips. Yeah. I, I knew Blaine would know yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's Eugene Merman's favorite joke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know when? Uh, oh wait, I didn't know that was one of the options. I thought it was dad joke, rad joke, but or Eugene Merman or emo joke. or emo <laughs> joke. <laughs> yeah. uh, when. Emo comes up on my shuffle when the kid's in the car. Uh, he always says, uh, I like this song. Oh, yeah. That's a good sign. A bit, bit comes up. Why do he they, likes, lo- likes why do they lock gas station bathrooms? Are they afraid someone will clean them? Oh, that's a, not a dad joke. That's, no. a, that's a rad joke. That is a rad joke. I think you know it's a trick is? question. It is not a joke. 
Now, who did I offend? That is George Carlin, as quoted by Sebastian Maniscalco. <laughs> okay. All right. You didn't offend anyone. Okay. <laughs> you were right. I'll be all right. All right. Um, do we want to keep going? Yes. Okay. This is great. I love hearing you butcher classics. Yeah. I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> do the aristocrats. <laughs> do a PG aristocrat. I'm reading a book on the history of glue. Yeah, I just can't seem to put it down. <laughs> That's a dad joke. <laughs> That's a dad joke. That's a dad joke. A, but it's a, are you getting it now? Yeah, yeah I get it. Okay. I like that joke. Hey, uh, uh, what's a red and bad for your teeth? What? what? A brick. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's not a dad joke, but it's a, I think it's a quick and easy one. Yeah. Uh, all right. And it's clean. You can tell it to a kid. Uh, UPS driver delivers a package. A kid answers the door, five years old, with a cigar in one hand and a glass of whiskey in the other. And the UPS driver says, are your parents home? And the kid says, does it look like my fucking parents are home? That's a, that's a yeah, it's an old bar joke. Yeah, that's, that seems like a street joke. Yeah, it's a street joke. If prisoners could take their own mug shots, what would they be called? Save and right? Selfies. Uh, no. <laughs> Again, I'm going oh. back with that's not a joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you write that one? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think these are all these are all uh, uh, on your reel, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did not like yeah, these are a lot of these are really bad. By the way. These are approved by Reader's Digest. Oh, <laughs> you know, they, they quoted one of my jokes in Reader's Digest, and I've never been more offended in my entire they, life. You got quoted in Reader's Digest? Yes. In uh, print or online? In, no, on, in, in print. <gasps> uh, yeah. It was, uh, oh, was it your bird joke? It was the bird oh, joke. Your fucking bird joke. Can I finally give the real history of that joke or no? What? We can cut it out if you oh, want. Oh, yeah, like yeah. No, can absolutely. I hear, can I hear the bird joke? Okay. Uh, I, uh, the joke started as a uh, bird is the only animal you can throw and you're helping it. Okay, so that's the joke. That's the joke. So I think the winner, the winner is, well, clearly our listeners. Yeah. (laughs) I think Blaine's the winner. He even brought more jokes to the field. Uh, Do you have, you don't strike me as someone who knows street jokes. I don't don't really, I mean, I really don't. I I, love street jokes. I love them. I do love hearing them. Like, that was like my favorite thing when I was like touring with Norm is like Norm loves street jokes and he would just be saying them all the time. I love the one he did to Andy. But like, I just never. I love the one he did to Andy on Conan. Do you remember that one? Oh, uh. He's like, I was hanging out with Andy. Every last one of them? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) You know that one? No. He goes, uh, yeah, apparently uh, I ran into Andy, uh, and I said, uh, Andy, what have you been up to? And he said, oh, I've been, I've been uh, sucking dudes off for, uh, all summer, make some extra money. I go, oh, how much money did you make? And he goes, uh, $435.15. And I was like, oh, geez, Andy, that's terrible. Who paid you 15 cents? He goes, every last one of them. <laughs> 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 it's such a great joke. <laughs> uh, it was great. Uh, Ray Romano did uh, uh, at midnight once, and uh, during the uh, the stop sets, he was just like just started yelling jokes at the audience. And mm. he goes, uh, "I was uh, out on uh, Hollywood Boulevard, and uh, so uh, a gentleman comes up to me and he says, uh, hey, 'Hey, I'll suck your dick for two dollars.' I was like, hey, uh, no thanks.'" Two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck wouldn't you two dollars to get your disc sucked? <laughs> My dad told me one. Uh, I'll never forget this one. A beautiful blonde walks into a bar in a tight dress, and uh, she goes, "I'll do anything you want for a hundred and fifty dollars if you can say it in three words." 
And the dude immediately puts $150 down on the bar and he goes, paint my house. (laughs) 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 Which is kind of a dad street joke. Because it's a joke about how hard it is to paint a house. (laughs) Uh, Here's here's my dad. It's about saving money. (laughs) This this might be more of a husband joke. But this is a uh, guy wakes up in the hospital. Doctor and the wife are there. Doctor says, you're in a horrible accident. Your penis, we could, yeah, we might be able to save it, but it's going to cost, you know, the setup. Six, uh, something to your penis, it's going to be $60,000. Mm-hmm. We can save it, $60,000. A big lot of money. I'll let you, you and your wife talk about it. I'll step out of the room for a moment. Doctor leaves. A couple minutes later, comes back in. So you guys talk about it. The guy says, uh, Yeah, we discussed it, doctor, and uh, we're going to get a new kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to be right back with Blaine Kapatch. See, here's the thing. There's a lot of CBD out there. They're, it, they're putting it in everything now. It's in ice cream. It's in your blankets. It's in, you know what? It's probably in those chemtrails uh, that you see in the sky. There's so much CBD around nowadays, but what you might not know is that not all CBD is created equally. Adding hemp fusion CBD to your daily routine adds up to a lot of benefits because our bodies already make cannabinoids and plant-based CBD helps naturally balance our body. Unlike other CBD brands who offer just CBD, hemp fusion is CBD plus omegas plus terpenes to help you feel 100%. They do this because CBD works best for your body when combined with these other nutrients. So it's like real scientists are getting involved in CBD now. You know that kid in high school that you would smoke weed with and he was like, yo, bro, you know what's going to happen pretty soon? The government is going to take over weed and then you're going to time travel. Well, that dude was right, okay? We've got the scientists. They're working on CBD and they found out and Hemp Fusion found out that if you combine CBD with these other nutrients, it really helps your body the most. So if you're a Your Two Dads listener, which you are because you're listening to this, use promo code DADS, that's D-A-D-S, for 20% off your first order and free shipping at HempFusion.com. That's DADS, D-A-D-S, for 20% off your first order and free shipping at HempFusion.com. I've been using Hemp Fusion pills. I love them. I'm more chill. I'm fighting less with the people I love. And uh, that's a big plus for me. And also, I'm enjoying video games more. I don't know why. Maybe it's it's taking away the anxiety around shooter games. But whatever it is, I'm enjoying my life more. You can enjoy your life more. Go to HempFusion.com, put in dads, and get 20% off your first order. And we're back with our buddy Blaine Kapatch. Let's open the diaper bag. Yeah. (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) the diaper bag is now open um we're reaching in (laughs) Uh, what a horrible smell that was (laughs) we have not cleaned it since we got this podcast oh man calvin stevenson that's a real name (laughs) (laughs) to be confused with steven calvinson (laughs) steven calvinson steven calvinson writes in how do you avoid yelling at your kid when it is, A, damaging, and B, sometimes works? I will say at this point, I, I, he's two again. so there's You're not uh, really yelling yet. No, but if I have yelled, he just laughs. So he's got all the power. So. You know what I was doing at two, though, already? I wasn't yelling, but I was doing the, hey. I do a hey. I, I do a, I go, Hey. That's all right. I'm sorry. And then he turns and you're banging his mom. 
uh, my kid is uh, old enough now to know when when I have been displeased. He he can detect displeasure in his father, mm-hmm. and so it's not just like hey, it's not the you know raising your voice or startling him with fear that he has done something wrong. What? How do you think he can tell? Uh, just because I, I like uh, I, obvious human signs, like the scowling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if I pick him so up, so he is and, a really sensitive kid. He's very, very sensitive. So he's uh, uh, if he has like a bad day in school, or if he misbehaves, I get a bad report, and I'm like just very quiet on the way back to the car. He knows, mm-hmm. and he gets apologetic. It's it's very classic little kid stuff. Gotcha. He's, he's figuring out how to think. He's he's a, uh, more of a kid than a toddler now. He's not a child anymore. He's turning into a little kid. Yeah. So. Do you yeah. yell? Are you a yeller? Uh, I, raise, I raise my voice sometimes. Yeah. I raise my voice sometimes. Not yell. I don't yell. I don't think. I, I may have yelled maybe twice in my life. They'll um, never forget it. Probably not. I'll, I never forget the times my dad like really yelled. But th- then like in high school, it became such a like... He yells about everything, especially now. Yeah. Even like just even getting off the couch, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So like, I, I, it, it didn't have any effect on me when Burned I was a all. kid. I get like the real stern. It's 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 louder than my speaking voice, but it's not yelling, and it's very stern. Can and, you do it for us right now? <laughs> um, Angry Julian, are you in there? No. Can you? Can you introduce us? I don't know. Why don't you play some Billy Joel and see if he can come out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but he. Hey, stop that in there! <laughs> I'm sick of your sick of your monkey business. Knock it off! Uh, it's that's, like that's it's like I'm looking into a voice mirror. <laughs> That's when my, when my kid knows I'm upset when that voice comes out. <laughs> I, well, how many times are we going to be at Musso and Frank? Never again, mister. Never again. Get in the Volkswagen. Here's the keys. Whoops. <laughs> oh, I dropped him down a grate. I better stop using the voice. <laughs> Oh, that's great. I okay. need some help getting my keys. So out I, of this I think, uh, but it, d- yelling, why is it bad? I don't know. Is it, you know? I don't know if it, I don't know if it's bad. I, I mean, I don't think I'm going to be a yeller just because uh, this is my voice, mm-hmm. and can you imagine it louder? It's terrible. So I'm not going to yell, but I don't think it's a bad thing to yell because, like, it, uh, it. I think it's I, acceptable. I think if, Here's what I think it's acceptable when they've done something that you that they know is wrong and they look you in the face and do it anyway kind of thing they're getting they're trying to get a reaction it's really hard not yeah, to yell t- in that moment they test boundaries and they're testing and, and one thing i a much smarter person than me, myself told me this is um the same way that matter cannot be created or destroyed an equal and opposite energies you know whatever like equal opposite reaction or whatever the einstein thing that's um uh, that's in emotions and so if your kid is looking at you or doing something that's full of anger and it's action and why they did it and they look at you with anger you receive that it it goes inside it's transferred to you and now you are full of their anger and what you do with it is like your choice as the adult and so the right thing car. to do is yeah. what steal a car. steal a car. Yeah. Well, they would say that's healthier than turning it back on the child. Sure, you know what I mean. So what you're supposed to do is swallow that shit and deal with it with them in a calm way, and then you go let it out on your own. Oh yeah, because you have it. It's, that's it's in you now. 
Yeah. And it's really hard to de-escalate and not just yell at them. I think that's what the BTK killer did, is he wanted to yell at his daughter. Instead, <laughs> he just murdered families. Right. Yeah. So that's like... So, and I'm that's sure the most extreme do, case. She's doing great. Yeah. <laughs> not the best outlet. Right. Yeah. But don't you, think, best. don't you think, like... Uh, if someone just yelled at that Caddyshack gopher, he would have stopped. <laughs> he <laughs> he just kept taunting them with his dick. You know what? If you doses, ran up to it really fast, it would get terrified and wouldn't appear for like hours. Right. <laughs> They're very, very meek. I'm a fan. I think in small doses and when it really matters, especially something around their safety. Like yeah. if they are jumping off something, something that they're not supposed to jump off and they do it anyway. What, gophers? Yes. Yeah. We're still talking about gophers. Yeah, I, I get uh, I get angry when my kid does something that endangers him. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like, no! I mean, you got to learn not to do that. It's a terrifying thing is when your kid might fall to yeah. I've a, read... broken ar- a broken arm. Like, I know like right now my son's bones aren't full, so he can't break them or something. No, I don't it's yeah, they're made out of car- oh, yeah. cartilage when they're two. You can you can like yeah. <laughs> you could drop them out of like a three story building. <laughs> hey, if Michael Jackson, they don't show you they they edited that when he hung his kid out. He actually dropped it and it bounced right back up. On <laughs> but they cut it so it looks like it didn't drop. Um, okay. Well, I go- uh, looking. At- the real answer from psychologists is if they're doing something that's hurting each other or themselves, then you're allowed to yell. Great. Isn't that Isaac Asimov's Laws of Children? <laughs> I think yes. that's Law 3. And what, if they fall on your head, then gravity's real. Yeah, and I say just yell at them. Yell at everyone. Who cares? We're all going to be dead in 20 years. <laughs> hey, speak for, for yourself. <laughs> I'm thinking about six. <laughs> that's Eight Blaine Capatch, everybody. Blaine, thanks so much for joining us on Your Two Dads. Hey, thank Rate you for and review me. us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Sh- tell a friend. Don't yeah. You know what? Don't share it. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. With your Phone voice. a friend. Text a friend. And then yell at Tweet them. Tweet a friend. If you think they're hurting themselves. Goodbye, guys. Bye. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.